Welcome to the Friendly Geordies podcast, where today we're going to talk about a lot of things, including um, the Creep. Yemen Civil War. Yeah. We're going to talk about, we're going to play a game, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire with the Boys? And, and of course, uh, Jordan, the Cultural Civil War. And Jordan has an incredible story to tell today, which we will get to after the cricket segment, because it's going to be real quick. On the pod. Huh? We are, we on, are the on the pod. I thought this is Twitch. We're twitching. This, I'm just going to ignore that because I don't think you realize what your job is. Well, Twitch you probably just learned before <laughs> this started that it wasn't called Twitch Talk. I mean... Yes, Twitch and podcasts are... That's where we do a... I, I, I don't know if I want to explain this. Like, I, really don't, I, don't think, I don't think this deserves an explanation. Hi, Twitch. This, I can see you. I know and you're the watching. Podcast. We are doing I the podcast. I know you're watching. Um, yeah, Miss probably thinks that he's on Wide World of Sport at the moment <laughs> and that it's Sunday. And that you're Ricky Ponting. Punter. That's uh, Who's Punter? Ricky Ponting. Ricky Ponting. Oh, you is call he? him Punter. Um, God, thank you for educating me on this. You know what I will say before this is a precursor? I was noticing that a lot of people in the comments were saying, yeah, I don't particularly like it when you guys talk about horoscopes. Fair enough. But they were also saying that they don't mind it because it's kind of just interesting hearing about it. I swear that's me with pod, with, with sport. It's kind of yeah, just yeah. like, never going to watch this, but go on. Tell me <laughs> so there's why a controversy. hair was so blonde. There's, there's a controversy. So <laughs> India India and Australia, they're playing a series uh, and um, they just won two consecutive T20 matches. However... Wait, wait, can you just slow this down for a second? Yes. India has a cricket team? <laughs> India has the biggest cricket team. They the are minimal. Uh, one point. 5 billion people the i don't know if this is correct but the indian cricket team coming here the television rights that fox cricket um sold to indians for was close to around 300 million dollars that's how much power these guys bring into the sport. Bad. second bad for the entire million. season or for the series yeah between india and australia one season yeah one series not even a season one series. sorry sorry a few yeah, matches. yeah. Television I'm scared. Rights, television rights, sports rights have gone through the roof. Like, this is the only thing that rates anymore. Yeah, and, and also mm. these so soccer players are being sold for $300, 400000000 million. The soccer's particularly Where do you crazy. think that money's coming from? TV rights have gone just berserk. Yeah. And in, in cricket, India is a big, big fish. So anyway, so they were here, right? And this is the controversy. So I don't know if you remember this because you guys don't follow cricket that much. But around, I think, 2015 or 2016, uh, an Australian batsman died. Yeah. Um, Phil Hughes, who was hit on the head with a bounce. He was right here, right? That little tiny exposed. That's right. It's yeah. like the most wonderful part. So he freak. What, that little part at the end of your skull? Yeah. yeah just at the back. It's the most exposed bit. Boom. Yeah. It is actually. Why does that kill you? Because this is strong. The Not neck so is much. Soft. Nerves. Also yeah. broke his neck. It broke his neck, and that's Jesus. where like your nerves are going to your brain. It's really so sad, but yeah, brutal. he died. It but is sad, like but I will say this: probably one of the best deaths of all time. What are you talking about? Died doing what he loved. Boom. Well, and uh, it is. That's one way. <laughs> it to was look a at pleasure it. doing this podcast, everybody. I really appreciate. <laughs> but there it. is, the, but like, I'd rather say, die like, there's, there's, than, there's yeah. much worse ways to go. It was what Caesar yeah. was saying, like just before he was getting assassinated. He was like, "How would you want to die?" And he was saying, "Sudden." 
Right. This, I think yeah. he's right. I read another news. Well, he loved cricket, I suppose. But this couple, <laughs> this couple in Queensland <laughs> died because their house got burned down. How much more do you want to die with like a cricket ball hitting your head than like slowly dying in a burning house? So that it was yeah. like my granddad. What? He was a farmer. He was out on his tractor. His tractor hit a ditch, bumped at the top, gone. No. Are you I serious? Was just like, dude, props. Was this an That's a good life. Was this in Australia? Or is yeah. This I mean, Where do you think he's from? <laughs> Scotland? <laughs> I thought he was Scottish. I don't know. He probably thought he was in Scotland. Right. He was in Australia. Might as well. He was actually a Croat. Oh, really? He was on that side. Damn. But, sorry, I don't know why we just went on to, you know, no, if, if I really want that to happen, honestly, I just want someone from Asia to come in while I'm asleep. You kind of do that. Hey, right? I do want that to happen. <laughs> so since and exciting. On, this, on, on the trajectory you're going, you've got a couple <laughs> of years. Um. So once, once Phil Hughes died... They put in these new laws, which are concussion laws. So as soon as anyone gets hit on the head, even slightly, as a rule, a physio would come in. They would do an assessment. And even if you think you're ready to play, they'll often take you off. And so the cricket teams, I'm going to get to the controversy. And so the cricket teams were saying, they were protesting, well, that kind of sucks because what are we going to do with the extra player? We need 11 players to play for the team, and this is going to put us in a disadvantage. So then they said you could substitute a player. If this happens, you can get another player who can also bat and bowl and field, just like anyone else, which was a concession that they gave to players exclusively for the ones that get concussed. Now, India came here, and uh, in an Indian batsman who was hitting the ball out of the park with every ball, he was killing it. Hitting him for sheesh. He, he, gets, he gets hit on the head, um, and then normally the procedure goes that someone needs to come out and he needs to go in. He kept playing. He and actually ended up hitting a few more sixes after that. He goes into the innings break, and when they're about to come out to bowl, we hear, like as in like the Australian team and like the rest of the world hears, that he has a concussion and he's not going to play. Fair enough. Safety comes first. <coughs> what they ended up doing yeah, was... How do you know that you've got a concussion? Well, the doctors would assess it. I'm not, I have no idea how you do it. But like they, just ask, not you, all there. they ask you yeah. like really basic questions like, what team are you playing against? And if you right. can't answer it straight right. away, then there's a problem. Right. Disorientation. There's yeah. a bunch of tests that they can do. Yeah. Yeah, but you're still hitting sixes. He's fine. Yeah. Well, I'm well, not saying that he was fine. You can still hit sixes and you can be concussed. But the, the controversy came that once they came back on the field, they got a specialist spinner. So basically, they played an extra batsman. And then when, they, when the substitute player came in, the substitute player was a specialist bowler spinner. So hold our on, team... On. Oh, so the Aussies got their own switch out. Is that no, what no, no, no. The Aussies got pissed off at this. Wait a sec, wait a sec. So they brought Aaron in their Finch. own... So wait, he was just like... So wait, in, just to clear this up. So India were like, he's concussed. We're shending on an, uh, a, uh, what do you call it? Exchange batchman and a spinner for no reason. No, 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 no. So what? So the, usually the rule is, or it's not a rule, it's an unsaid understanding that if a player gets concussed and you need to bring a substitute, you need to bring someone that has a similar skill set mm. that would be equivalent to the guy that you're Yeah, you've but they're facing. They don't, why would they need a bowler? India they're was batting. They're facing. India was initially batting. The guy gets concussed. Yeah. There's an innings break. Now India needs to come out to bowl. Oh, But okay. instead of getting a guy that was similar to the guy that got concussed, oh. they got a specialist spinner because they knew they're not batting again. Yeah. They're only bowling, so they may as well so get So they tactically sent so, that out. Yeah. I don't yeah, know so why they, this is such a controversy. It's not, but like our... Because our, it's not cricket. That's why. <laughs> so our Australia, so our captain, our coach uh, got pissed off at that and we did a little... Pro so the controversy right. is sour grapes... Or a legitimate protest. We should all weigh in. Is it really the gentleman's sport? 
Surely polo is the gentleman's <laughs> sport. <laughs> is that even as And anymore? why isn't that televised? Is that play? Uh, I don't, you know, it, when we went to Pakistan, <laughs> Ali's cousin got us into a really ritzy villa that was like, like I was like, I'm, I, the I thought Ibis that Hotel. Pakistan, you couldn't go into India. We were staying in the Taj Mahal, okay. pretty much. It okay. was so elite. Damn, that's cool. And I remember being in the lobby waiting and there was a DVD continuously playing going, I don't know, welcome to Raj Hotel. Very expensive, very swanky. Look, we have an American food buffet. No pork dough, but we do have beef bacon. But the other thing is, if you feel like playing polo, but you don't have enough people to play, that's fine. Please call room service, and we will get our professional polo team to play. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why didn't I come on this trip? <laughs> Isn't it absurd? Yeah, it's amazing. Absurdly it's amazing. 19th century Igui in the 21st Dude, this, century. By, by the way, this hotel, this was like a, it wasn't a hotel, it was like a club. It was, uh, you only can go there if you've got membership, and one of my dad's friend had it. So we go into this hotel room. For the first, first, it's not a hotel room. It was a fucking suite. Do you remember yeah, that? Yeah. We walk in, and... I hadn't seen like a, a hotel like this before. There was a lounge mm. and there were multiple. It's like a fucking apartment. It was basically an apartment inside of a hotel. And Ali's billionaire cousin or whatever comes in and says like, is the room good enough? I apologize. It is very <laughs> substandard. It's all they had. Oh my God. <laughs> Believe me, he was I apologizing <laughs> for the best room I've ever stayed in by a mile. Yeah, the Apollo ground. <laughs> and he was too. This is the other thing. You need to this. Yeah. He was really sorry. <laughs> 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 so apologetic. I am very. I will be very, very uh, quick to remind the staff that the hand should not stop. I can do that straight away if you want. I can do it now. Uh, he probably did do that. <laughs> um, that is that's wild. That's that's wild. So now all that all the all of you guys who wanted to hear about cricket. I have their opinion on it. Can now. I weigh in on it? Can I weigh <laughs> yeah, in? Pakistan's funny. Want I want to weigh in on that. Okay, let's do it. Here's my two cents. It's virtually impossible slash very, very, very hard to be able to determine people's specific skill set, especially comparatively when you're substituting players. So I think that in this particular instance, this rule will always be exploited by anyone playing. So I think that it is sour grapes. You should let it be and learn to use the rule. That's that's the nature of these rules. That The rule is in place for a good reason. You don't want people to die on the field. But it's impossible to to police it. It's impossible. Yeah. And then you know what will happen? If they try to police it, some will slip through the cracks, some won't. Who's to say someone doesn't start training a pace bowler to be pretty good at spin and not ever spin bowl for the tiny percentage of time when that'll happen? Mm. And it's like they've got the ace in the hole. Damn, this our, our, our pace bowler is an amazing spin bowler, but no one on earth knows this has been training to be a spin bowler for like three years and quiet. <laughs> no, you're right. That's That's actually... Well, that's that. what my opinion is. Do you reckon? And yeah, one hundred percent. And also, that's like what most cricket experts are. I mean, it's the right. Uh, I am a layman when it comes to sport, and that's why I assume that <laughs> American analyst. baseball is exactly the same as cricket. <laughs> <laughs> exactly the Fun same. Fun fact: It is derived from cricket. I didn't fact, know that. The U.S. used to be the first ever international cricket match. Here's a bit of trivia for you. No way. It was played between the United States of America and Canada. Really? Yes. No. Before the Civil War, cricket was huge in the U.S. Uh, sorry, not before the Civil War. Uh, before war yes, before the Civil War, it was big. But slowly wow. what ended up happening was that there was this um, like rejecting of English traditions because yeah. of the revolutionary rights. So, so they, they quickly, invented baseball. So they invented baseball, which is, uh, which is derived from cricket. I didn't know that. Okay, did you being ignorant by 
like a roundabout way you were the most right. That's crazy. I'm scared. What the hell? Even when I'm it comes to too. sport. Jesus. That's insane. Jeez, I, I have a liar liar problem, except yeah. for like I can't not be correct. I'm sorry. It's just the way <laughs> that it rolls. Good. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, but uh that is that is uh it, it's interesting it's interesting because like Speak, talking about because Ali. Oh, the cricket's on right now. That's why. That's uh, well, don't tune in. Okay, listen to score? us so talk, we'll about talk about how we assume baseball is the same. <laughs> can someone? Uh, can someone send me the score? Confirmed. Someone send the score. Yeah. S- send this score, uh, There's this movie called Moneyball. Yes. You seen it? Yes, I have. Is uh, it's got to be one of the most interesting films I've ever seen. Moneyball. So really, it's yeah, it's. There's it this gives whole you this movement, uh, yeah, yeah, movement. Well, movement of like really uh, making sport really mathematical. Yeah, right. Um, in fact, like the so that's what's happening in cricket. It, England is pioneering that approach, the money ball approach. In fact, recently there was there's another con- uh, this is a controversy where the England coach from the dugout would put up these signboards that would say things like 23C. It's a code that no one knows except for them, and the cricket captain would look at it and I don't whatever they would end up doing with that, right? And that's very NFL. That's and so that's something that people are now criticizing a little bit too. It's like, but the whole thing comes from like the same money ball theory. Like, utilize skills. It doesn't matter like how talented, whatever. Like whatever they're good at, based on statistics, it's all just super mathematical. The way they they do go but, about. But it. Don't you think that's very NFL? NFL is all signed. It's just code. It's literally just war tactics with like guys with those big. Uh, like protective outfits on, you know. Mm-hmm. It's just like it's like the Simpsons show. It's like, right, uh, if I, you know, like listen, if I, what is it? Whatever it is, it's like li- throw a bypass ball. Not if I, unless I touch my belt buckle. Not once, not twice, but thrice. If I do this, it's a bye ball. If I, <laughs> and then when he's like at the, t- at yeah, he's yeah, at the thing. He's just like, ding. <laughs> this insane stuff and the ball just hits him in the head it's a great show check it out <laughs> uh anyway my point is that's in sport already everywhere yeah, yeah. that's what's money that was the the pioneering of it it pretty much just noticed that everybody's going for a team of champions and not a champion team mm. i suppose is the way to put it and in fact mm. he wasn't even looking for a champion team he was looking for a team of losers with very specific quirks that's and you know what was an amazing scene that i didn't notice at the time, and then I started thinking about it because one of those movies you sit there in the shower and you say, "Oh yes, Brad Pitt is a good actor." But that's what you get out of that movie. He's a good you? actor. Yeah. No, you know what you actually get out of that movie? The fat guy from Superbad can act. <laughs> can you kind of? Kind of. Now I know what movie you're talking about. My, yeah, Have you seen I, it? No, but I, I had thought about seeing it and I was like, yeah, it looks too heady. So I just skipped it. It is too heady. <laughs> like, it's not like, that heady. No, it just looks like, you know, this it's is what I thought. It's not heady enough for Ali. It's too heady for me. This is, this, is what I, this is what I saw when I saw Moneyball. I was like, huh. Um, what was that movie called? Uh, yeah, I was like, uh, I've already seen The Big Short and uh, Wolf of Wall Street. And I assume this is a mash together of those two. <laughs> yeah, You're, not the same vibe. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Is it directed In fact, by the, the stakes were higher. Yeah, right. Yeah. Huh? I wonder if it, you, you are right. Those are very similar movies. I yeah. wonder if they're directed by the same guy. Um, <laughs> well, Scorsese did one. No, they're not. They're not there. I didn't like Wolf one of Wall Street. One was done by Scorsese, and one was done by the no, Adam non-mafia. I know the Wolf of, of Wall Street. Did. Yeah, I'm going to get a lot of hate for this, but I thought Wolf of Wall Street was kind of lame. It's like, hello, my name is Jordan Belfort. I'm an overactor, and the only movie that's money's good is because we have a lot of money for outlandish set 
constructions. Sorry, that's not a good story. <laughs> I stole a lot of money. Okay, nah. right. you, you don't need to see Moneyball. It is the same film. <laughs> I'm going to get a lot of hate for that. Um, okay, so <laughs> I, I agree with you. Chucky Miss. Midgets. Whoa. So, Jordan, I've got a question for you. Well, should, we, should we start? Should we do the next <laughs> segment? Do you want to tell your incredible tale or do you want to play Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? No, the first? tale's on the pod, not Twitch. This is pod. Oh, we're on I, the podcast. No, we're on Twitch. We're on, Miss, just, I'll explain to you after the podcast. <laughs> okay. We've been doing this for a long motherfucking time. <laughs> well, what are we going to talk about when the cameras turn off? That's all I'm going to say. We're going to keep talking about Moneyball. <laughs> but <laughs> in do, the meantime. Do, do you want to tell the story or do you want to do the game first? All right, yeah, let's, let's, t- okay. But before we do, again, AUWU, hi, thanks for tuning in. Remember, you clip this, we look into your links to Panthera. I don't think you want that, do you? No, you don't. And you don't want me to keep mentioning it on this pod. So I suggest you stop clipping shit out of context. But if you do, just know this as well. It actually benefits my career. So you're not actually, you know, making my life a misery. I actually sit there and think, mad, awesome. I'm going to get a lot of views out of this. But it unfortunately stops us from doing, you wouldn't be accustomed to this, being the heads of AUWU, but good work. We are... usually are looking into things like the corruption of John Barillaro or Angus Taylor. So maybe just stop doing it so we can get back to our job and doing things of importance. That's pretty much the actual reason that it is. But if you want to keep clipping it, that's fine because we've got a lot of material on you. Panthera, Panthera, Panthera. Now, uh, now, when we go into this, though, so good because... As, as everyone would know, I'm pretty much just a hermit that stays in this digital wall. I am more or less what you assume PewDiePie is. I, I don't even know if I'm a hologram or not anymore. I am such a simulation that I have to touch myself every now and then. And then even then I'm just like, no, nah, I'm cutting it open. And Okay, well, my hand's robotic, but this is still human. So, um, but yeah, oh like I, I ventured out because I had to go Christmas shopping. Uh, I, I stopped working today and I've got to say, it's more of a job going Christmas shopping. You know what I mean, wouldn't you, if you're a mum? But this is stupid talking about this on Twitch, but go on. <laughs> There's nothing really that's bad about yeah, it. Yeah, no, it's true. So anyway, we're just walking around in the mall. Remember, he's in the cancel group. <laughs> Unintentionally. What do you mean? I'm joking, I'm joking. Hey, I'm not the one, I I'm think, ki- I don't think there's anything cancel worthy no. about this. And I think this well, story find should out be told because... There's nothing, there's nothing casual about it. It's is. just. I uh, think it just shows how idiotic some people are. No, no. It, Anyways, well, well, it's not even. It's hipsters. This is the thing that we're getting to, right? So we're walking around the mall, and I swear it's just a microcosm of what Jordan Peterson or Sam Harris's life would be. It's people stopping you, saying, "Hey, man, massive fan of your work. Can I get a photo? Massive fan of your work. Can I get a photo? Massive fan of your work. Can I get a photo?" Uh, we walk into like that hipster bookstore that I was talking about. You walk in there and you're just like, uh, can, can you point me in the direction of the, the store that doesn't have exclusively Kamala Harris books in it? <laughs> Is that possible? Well, there's the Julia Gillard file. Okay, well, we're getting closer. I'll go there. And Malcolm, current bestseller. Quote, it's his favourite bookstore, to give you an idea. <laughs> but we were walking in there and even in that place, out of them, Four out of five of the female hipsters there, massive fans. Um, you know, every single person that I've ever come across that is ethnic, massive fan. We walk out of that bookstore 
and Miss is just hanging around there after a while, and then they're all just being like, "Oh my god, that was friendly, Geordie's man. He does such good work. Good for him. Like he's he's killing it. Like what a great guy." Then, obviously, <laughs> the, the chick that is exactly what you would imagine that classic triggered chick that is just the darling of 2016 internet that one with the red hair going like (laughs) that fat looks like a pear paler than like blobfish in the deep ocean so that chick from q a with jordan peterson pretty much pretty much she also works there and then they're all sitting there going like that was awesome that was really cool uh i'm really glad that he's doing what he's doing then that chick comes in and goes, did you know he's also a massive racist? And then all the other chicks looked at her and then continued talking about the good work that we were doing. <laughs> like just completely isolated, moved on. And then Miss and I were just saying, man, it's always the same fucking person, isn't it? It's always a Karen that does not have the life skills to be a Karen, does not have the life skills to start up a small business, uh, is just kind of a failure in life and isn't going anywhere because the other thing is that you were talking to those other four chicks and the other four chicks, where are they? They're doing masters at university. They're, this is their part-time side hustle. I'm down with the net. Uh, fine art, clearly, you know, just <laughs> maybe doing that. Like, just like, I have to stop because of stress. So also AUW, Panthera, Panthera, Panthera. <laughs> now we'll, we'll continue. And so anyway, so he just walks out and he's just like, man, if anybody ever comes up to you and just starts screaming racist, what would your response be? And I was just saying, dude, it'd be so easy to counter that. Uh, all you do is just tuck a Carlson. You just sit there and you ask a bunch of condescending questions and they won't have an answer because, again, it's such a broad term that is completely debased at this point and it's just an internet buzzword accusation, just like in the 50s, how you would accuse someone of being a communist and it'd just be baseless, right? We walk into the pet store, no one's serving us. I go to the front, wouldn't you know, an exact clone of that woman is at the front at Pet Bar in Bondi Junction. I say, hey, I was just wondering if I could get some fish for that tank. She says, no. And I said, why? She said, because you're a racist. It was amazing. I was just like, okay, welcome back to the Tucker Carlson program. Tonight we have some fuckhead from Pet Barn. Uh, Why am I a racist? Asked her the question straight off the bat, um, because you hate Aboriginal people. Why do I hate Aboriginal people? Because I saw a 15-second clip that was out of context, and I was just saying that, like, and it was just like, so you got out of that that I hate Aboriginal people. Can you go into any depth of that? Of course you can't go into any depth of that. Baseless accusation. So you just sit there, you ask five or six questions. She's got nothing. She starts shirking back, saying that, like, I saw the 15-second clip. I saw it. I saw it. I know what I saw. Um... And, and so I was just saying, like, do you want to know the context of that? No. Oh, okay, so you're happy being ignorant about a subject that you clearly don't know anything about because you're, like, saying things that weren't even said in the clip, right? So he, she walks away. She's like, I'm not serving him. Are you going to serve him? To Obviously, as you would exactly imagine, some pale cuck male who's got trainee on him and then he says, no, no, I'm not going to be serving him because he's a racist. And then... Some legend who's just some uh, woman that also works there. Manager or someone. I don't even know if she was a manager. I think she was just another employee. She just walks up and she was just like, what's going on here? And I was just like, they're not serving me. Oh, and also, mm. sorry, at this point, I said, Miss, do you have your camera? And he was saying, no, it's in the car. I, I like, left it. Fuck. Yeah. So we're going to go out into the camera and they're just, 
go back and then just have the conversation recorded because it would just be amazing to put that out. But it was it was the biggest regret of the day that Mislove was charging his phone. God, that would have been some good content that would have got about 500,000 views. <laughs> and so we uh, – yeah, so she just walked in and then she said, what do you want? And then she went over to her there and she was just like, sorry, and quote, everyone fucking hates her here. She's a fucking idiot. Like, you know, don't pay any attention to her. I'll have a word to her. That was just shocking, you know? Walks back, gives it to her, and gives it deliberately to the trainee that was like, I'm not serving you. And so I have to get served by that guy where I'm just staring, I'm eyeballing him the entire time, but he's just sitting there sweating with his little pale, clammy hands being like, are you a member? No, I'm not a member. Okay, that'll be three ninety-five. Thank you. Have a nice day. And then obviously you just sign off with the sincere, like, well, I sincerely hope that you do not have a good day and then left. Anyway, mm. that's what happened. But I would really, really like to know who that was because I swear to God they would have gone on TikTok being like, I destroyed a racist today. Yeah. Because, man, this is what I learned walking around in the general public. And the thing was, I was served by Indigenous people today. You know what you learn? The only people that are fuckheads are hipsters. Everyone else in Australia is mad. Everyone else in Australia is reasonable and laid back. And like, you know, even if you talk to liberals, we talked to a liberal today that was just like, don't enjoy your, like, don't agree, enjoy your work or whatever. Like, most people are just up for a laugh. You, you see the same people on Reddit, you see them on TikTok. It's the same human being over and over again. It is a friendless loudmouth who no one likes and is always pale. <laughs> anyway, that's what I want to get to in the Twitch. Why are they always pale? Can we get to that? I well, I I had a theory about that. But can I can I just say this? Like you I am so proud of you the way you handle that because I was thinking if I was in that situation, if someone was like you're racist, I would probably just like turn around and leave. And that, but but you 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 stood there and you said, "Why do you think I'm racist? What do you think I've said that's that's mm. racist?" No, he at the end yeah. of it, she probably thought about it and said, "I shouldn't have just like hurled abuses at someone without actually doing some research because it takes a bit of a stretch to say that Jordan's racist. Like, <laughs> racism means that you actively participate in making sure that minorities or other races are somehow." Um, discriminated against. Yeah, repressed. And that's a huge accusation. That's a yeah, big thing. It is, yeah, yeah. Um, no, he... He's so, I, it's just one of those things that you shouldn't throw around. I had a very no, similar this is experience. No, this is what I want to get day. out to. Every, we'll get too. to that in a sec, but I just want to get to this point. <clears throat> Anyone who uses the accusation racist, homophobic, sexist is a fucking moron, change my mind. They are the weaponized equivalent of communist in the 50s it's a it's a baseless word it's gotten to that point where you just hurl it at anyone and anything because that is the mainstream media's like go-to attack to like destroy someone's credibility just like in the 50s with mccarthyism and they were saying you're a communist McCarthyism and then that was the end of your career mm. so if someone accuses you of a communist you're gone that's what they try and do now but i think that really i i i think that just like with mccarthyism or just like with witch hunts Someone basically, I remember how the witch hunt stopped in the 1600s. I remember watching a documentary on it. You know what it was? One time, like, 
this pastor, like it just got so insane that they accused a pastor, a fucking, pa- a Puritan pastor of being a witch. Which really? like, In Boston. how the fuck, if, if they're to believe their own superstition, how the fuck would that pastor be able to walk into the church without melting? You know, like it got that ridiculous. And so he just gets up. Really? He's about to be uh, like burned at the stake along with like some house servants and shit that they pointed it at. Was this in like Boston? Is that where they were happening? Like East Coast. Boston. Yeah, Boston was the, well, uh, what was it? Salem. 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 It was close to it. Right, right, right. It's a beautiful town if you ever want to go. Right, right. Yeah. And obviously Halloween's awesome. And let's be honest, it should be more famous for being the basis of about three quarters of Goosebumps books. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Stephen King, but yeah, yeah. And, uh, same yeah. stuff, same stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Goosebumps for adults, Stephen <laughs> King. <laughs> and they're both awesome. Hey, now there's a quote I can uh, I can get behind. In fact, right R.L. Stider, Stephen King are the best fictional authors changed my mind. Mm. But so we were, yeah, so he was saying this is ridiculous. So he got up, he waited until they tied him up. He could have just done this in prison. But just to show everyone how ridiculous this all was, he recited a Bible verse perfectly off his tongue, which, again, they said that if they are not a witch, this was just in that Malefus Maleficarum book of how to identify witches, they will not be able to repeat an entire Bible verse. And so he did that, and then the politician, obviously, that wanted him dead, because that's all it was, it was just a political movement to scare the shit out of the population to get carrying power again the same thing of just ideology is just being bullshit it's all just about gaining power and like he just wanted people's land that's really what the salem witch trials were about he just realized i can get he's a sociopath and he thought i can get cheap land if i just burn the inhabitants of the state well it's, you know? it's different all, time. It, it was very targeted it was most often cases of property the same sort of principle applies for example when i was growing up in pakistan we still have our own version of witch hunt which still persists today it's just called blasphemy accusations so really? most of these people that get accused of blasphemy yeah. and end up going to jail. Like religious blasphemy? Yeah, like yeah. religious bla- are just people that have um, have crossed someone else. So there's yeah. vested interest. They have properties. It's a way For to a whitewash lot, someone. It's not only just a whitewash someone. It's like a way to send someone to jail very easily. You can take over their properties. Damn. You can, there, there's always like political vested interest in yeah. this. Because it's like the point no we one is like fucking... Who wants to like really just do blasphemy anyways into a country like Pakistan? Do you think they're idiots? Yeah. So they're just they're just vested interests. Some of the times politicians that have vested interests, for example, they might want their property. They might try to acquire something. They're not giving up. They'll be like, well, this motherfucker just said shit about Muhammad. It's almost like the All bigger sudden, point you made earlier where you were saying, Jordan, where like ideology, um, ideology is just- It's a mask. The excuse for- uh, uh, mineral extraction basically like yeah well, but the thing was that priest whatever that you know or whatever equivalent you you want to use you know what I mean? whatever equivalent you almost you know. always use mineral extraction yeah, like just oil <laughs> pretty much just oil and iron jesus and and like wheat yeah, or, yeah. you know land or but whatever it may be there's the always steel of grain and same <laughs> thing happens today with these titles like racism i agree with you where a lot of times these titles are used for people that they want to silence for other vested interests that have nothing to do with uh, well, racism so, or so Sydney Morning Herald, right? Well, not just Sydney Morning Herald. It's Everyone. Like Hit pieces. If you are going to criticize about the current status quo, this is what I'm saying, man. Like, Jordan, you need to realize this. You're swimming against the tide and you're going to face a lot of friction all your life. And, it's, and when you swim against the tide, 
People throw a lot of her yeah. abuses at you. You're, I don't you know. Could be. Yeah. Do you know why? Like Auntie Donna doesn't fucking uh, get uh, any of this bullshit, even though they say things that m- I'm not trying to put them down. They they're more than entitled. But that was the comparison that was don't made, right. Get in the kiln. Sorry. No, no, but but, but all I'm no, saying is they're not kind of the same as like no in the seventies. There was your comics like George Carlin, and then there was your um, fuck now I've forgotten his name Johnny Carson's. Mm-hmm. You know? but but Ooh. even like but you have a much tougher gig than these guys because these yeah. guys join look they were all they were all people that would say something as long as it was okay for the side guys to say you are not that you are gonna if you keep going in the way you're headed this is a tough fight and there is a, there is a tradition of comics doing that there is like there was Lenny Bruce, then there was George Carlin. Uh, later on, there was fuck. Now I can't even remember. What his about name. Was oh, but, but were they doing it with like really Same. legitimate political interest? You're playing with a different beast over here. You, what you're doing is like something that John Stewart invented, but then John Stewart never took it to the level where like he didn't right. become really antagonistic and say, "No, my mission is to bring you down." His he didn't do the barrel thing was like, "Look, I, I'm just saying, like Democrats are not that stupid, and Republicans are stupid, and here's a few jokes about that." Mm. He was touching with it. You, when you like, fucking, um, when you expose corruption, you're roughing up a lot of. There's a lot of people making money off of this shit, and mm. they love making that mm. money. Mm. And if you're gonna be saying this, you're directly, you're making their next Christmas worse. So you can expect. Well, yeah. I, 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 dude, I really do have to say this that it is. It, it does happen, obviously, but I will also say that I think that the average person is not actually duped by this. As in, th- these are the three categories. People either know who I am, they don't know who the fuck I am, and a tiny fraction of pale, friendless, nervous cunts hate me. But, like, I thought that that was much bigger, Jesus. but it's just because those people are pale, because they... That's my own question, because they spend all time indoors. Yeah, they never <laughs> and they're, like they're lazy. Yeah, and that's but I have a think, balcony. That's the difference. This is like this is what I was telling Miss Love. That chick that was saying that, that you're racist. The, the the worst thing about it is in her head, she genuinely believes you're racist because she's she's been living in whatever her Twitter YouTube world, and she cemented those ideas. So she believes that you're racist as much as um, I don't know. Like we believe our gravity exists. She's so fucked in the head that she is putting someone being racist from an out of context 15 second clip as the same same level of concrete understanding as like very accepted facts that we now believe in but or like that we've discovered things like gravity so in her head when you say i'm not racist you're saying it's equal to someone saying like yeah I, 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 uh, you're saying that the earth is flat because she is so fucking convinced yeah, in her head that you're a bad person <laughs> and it's all based on the fact that they never it, they're too lazy to actually look into it Look, at the end of the day... It's very obvious. Well, that was like, the whole thing. Like, I gave her the opportunity. I was like, look, do you want to know the context surrounding... Uh, the, she was just saying, like, you just said that, like, Aboriginal people have to put up with invasion or, like, some something, like, so fucking off the mark of what was said or something. And I said, do you want to actually know what was said? Or are you just going to sit there and wallow in your ignorance? And she was like, I've seen the clip! You know? So she is admitting there that she likes being lazy. So, but this is all I'm saying is these people are bad people that are susceptible, the, the, the absolute target of these attacks. But I like the fact that in this day and age, we have the internet where you can just make your case. And that's why I think that uh, these, these tools 
the general propaganda tools, the general ones that are just so ubiquitous are not as potent as what they used to be. Like McCarthyism. But, like McCarthyism, but it was the same thing with Communism. McCarthyism and it was the same thing with uh, this Salem witch trial. Like, it was a Puritan mm. society, so I don't even think laughing was allowed. It was... It, Jesus Christ. Well, I don't know. They, they were like a really yeah. Christian sect of Christianity. Was that ba- was that sort of the era of the the witch, that film we watched? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was based off Puritans. of Puritans' Worst Nightmares, which is why yeah. it's such a amazing horror film. Amazing film. But they... What happened in that moment? And then the politician just said, no, burn him. But the audience was sitting there and they were just talking to each other and muttering. And that guy kind of became the last martyr because... He made such a mockery of the witch hunts that it stopped the witch hunts after that, that uh, before the state politicians were just ignoring what was happening in Salem because they were getting kickbacks and whatever. But then that message came and then they were just like, fuck, these people are really backwards. Mm. And then every time they got a uh, legal writ, it's exactly what happens in Pakistan now, right? Like... It goes to the highest court. But back then they just say, yeah, yeah, whatever, fuck it. We'll get like a piece of that land or whatever. But then after that, they started looking at every single application of a witch, of someone being accused as a witch. And they all knew it was bullshit because they were like educated men. And so they just silently just say, no. So that was like the straw that broke the camel. It didn't become illegal. It kind of just got mocked into obscurity. Right. The the, The, the parallels to the blasphemy thing are just uncanny. It's the same thing. It really is? Same same exact thing happens over there. So look, most of the judiciary also realizes that these blasphemy accusations are either false. Or political. And a lot of them are, they're like, even if they did, you don't want to kill someone based on that. But they can't acquit um, the the perpetrator because uh, they're afraid it's of the public backlash. They're Am afraid I? of the public backlash. They're afraid that they're going to get killed by the, the crowds for letting go oh, someone really? that had insulted the prophet. Right. So they're super scared. So the understanding, the informal understanding amongst judiciary is this is how you deal with blasphemy cases. Once the lower court gets it, they will almost always pass a judgment saying that they should be killed. The, 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 the accused. It goes to the lowest the Supreme court, court, did you say? The lowest oh, court. Oh, and then it goes, to, it the goes Supreme, to the Supreme Court. And it's rejected. And then the Supreme Court will... They might reject it. They might uphel- uphold it. Right. But what you know for 100% is... Sorry, our Supreme Court is the high court. So it's confusing. Anyways, the top court, the, the high court, yeah. their version of the high court, will always end up acquitting. Because right. they have the, the security... Because they're high, they're like uh, well-paid judges. Yeah. They have the security, they have the state apparatus to they protect them, and they don't have a, a, a like a hand in the game. They're not like they can look, they can objectively say like this is political. Well, not right? only can they say it, but even the lowest court judge that convicted them also thinks that, but he's too afraid to do it, and he knows that ah. eventually, once it goes into the higher courts, the guys right. gonna get acquitted. So it's like the but high. The sad thing so is, are you saying that the are you saying that the the, uh, the mob can't the, the, the mob won't go for the high court it's because the the high court judges supreme court like their supreme court judges are they're, wealthy they're, 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 they're wealthy yeah, yeah, they're yeah. well protected yeah, they're yeah, yeah, esteemed yeah. members of society not gotcha. that easy to kill gotcha and also they they're brave when they do it even someone yeah. like that so it's the same exact fucking rule applies it's but the the sad aspect of it is that even though all these blasphemy accused end up getting acquitted eventually they might end up spending 10 years in jail because the process to get there 
It's horrible. And Damn. it's literally witch hunt. It's just, you're ruining someone's life. Jesus Christ. Yeah. And, okay. But that's, yeah, okay. it's a tool that is used and echoed throughout history. Blasphemy, witch trials, McCarthyism. I swear this is the modern equivalent of it. Isms. The modern equivalent of it is like, you know, like, uh, you know, it, it's that same thing. Accusing them of one of these acts. And it's like what my lawyer says all the time. Like, if someone accuses you of sexual assault, doesn't matter if you did or didn't do it at that point. You're guilty. Trial by guilty public court. It's by, by court association. And by public, but like, by even if you get, even if she gets into the court and stops and, and like proves like there's no fucking way this could have happened. They weren't even there or whatever. Exclusively, exclusively, do you think? What do you mean? Like, do you think there are cases? Can I just quickly yeah, do a of course there's cases, yeah, yeah. but what I'm saying is like, it's like the, the psychology. there probably was witches back in Thingo. Like they're just, we're just lucky that they were all wiped yeah, out. He believes in horoscopes. Of course he believes in some genuine witches. But can I quickly? No, but you know, so there probably was crazies back then that believed in paganism or whatever, which yeah. is witch hunting or yeah. which is a witch. Like I'm, I'm saying it's these, very, it, they're yeah. probably based off a truth and then it turns into a hysteria. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, yeah And that's exactly. what she's saying has happened to and the mis- criminal system for a lot of her clients where she's, you know, like the evidence is rock solid. It, it, dude, it happened to Emma Huzar and Peter Slipper. Like they're, they are members of parliament whose lives have been completely ruined. And why? Because of power. Because Peter Slipper was the deciding vote in the Gillard government and was the speaker, so they wanted him gone. So they just trumped up a bunch of sexual assault allegations. And it's the same thing that happened with Emma Hooser. Uh, she had a weak marginal seat that they thought they could take and they successfully did. Hmm. And so they got rid of her to mar the Labor brand in that seat. To yeah. a lesser extent, Trad too, with just uh, phony yep. accusations, just completely fabricated and exaggerated um, situations about uh, corruption. Yeah. Quote unquote corruption. Can I just do a quick disclaimer on um, the the domestic violence case things? You're you're right, but here's how it works. So back in the day, whenever a, a woman would bring a, a domestic violence accusation, it was based on the evidence. The police would judge whether there is enough ample grounds for this to be admitted, and should they prosecute. That was the traditional way of doing things. And then uh, what ended up happening was some of the women that were genuinely uh, being um, uh, basically beaten the shit out of, uh, wrong assessment of the police, allowed them to continue in that situation. Now, what happens now is, and this is the, the thing that a lot of people talk about is the biggest gripe. As soon as there's a domestic violence accusation, the police will not look at the evidence of how, if it's uh, if it, there's plausible, if it did happen, they're going to definitely prosecute. The other thing that's definitely going to happen is that you're going to get an AVO against you. So there will be, irrespective of how fabricated the accusations might be, on the surface, they might seem really fabricated. Well, you know what else she was saying? She was saying in a lot of those circumstances, the cops would be going, that they were at the scene or whatever, the cops would be going to their constables. I don't want to prosecute this person because it's clearly fucking bullshit. They know it's bullshit, and the constable will be like, "Yeah, I know it is, but whatever. That's the procedure." They will. They won't. <laughs> it's too much of a political issue for them not to pursue this. But really? what what ends up happening is that um, they get an AVO. So the media then says, "This man perpetrated domestic violence. Was accused There's of. He is kind of magic house arrested. Words. They might not get bail because this is a hot issue." But after all of that is settled, once the case ends up going to court, then they don't get 
uh, they don't, they don't uh, find them guilty if the evidence does not add up. In fact, the test for evidence such as that is, is high. Um, so yes, it's but so but the, the whole thing is just like it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Especially, especially if you've lost a, the court if of you're public a, opinion. If you're a public figure, probably more, right? If, specifically. No, I think it's the other way around. I think really? I'm actually in a really lucky position because it always makes me realize that I can just go onto a podcast, tens of thousands of people will hear it, me just saying like this crazy chicken in Pet Barn did this, but there was also... I, I want to say this as well. I think Pet Barn is a good organisation. They're the only one that started supporting the Animal Rescue Collective uh, during the bushfires. I think in general, they're great people. Hmm. But obviously, like everyone, there's cunts everywhere, right? Um, I can sit there and plead my case. True. But man, That's a good point. if you are not a public figure, if you can't get up on camera and say to an audience, this isn't true because of X, Y, Z... You're fucked. You're fucked. Yeah, I never, You're thought of, fucked. I never thought about it that and way. And even if you're not big enough to get into the papers, because it's it could be prominent lawyers, it could be doctors, it could be politicians, all of these people's careers, done. Yeah, as soon as that accusation is done, yeah. gone, gone. And it happens all the time. I know this. It happens all the time in political parties. People would say, like, the accusation's bullshit. They'll say, we know. What do you want us to do? They're Damn. gone. And then, you know, all of your friends apparate. People that like were solidly backing you before, instantly gone. It's like everybody shuns you. I know because I've talked to some of these politicians who have been accused of this shit in the past, and like you know, a, a, a pr- I'm not going to say who, but you know, proven in court not to have done it. Mm. Dude, they're broken people. Like Emma, they, 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 sorry, she got, she got. It's, a, it's she, yeah. The, uh, sorry, I followed her case. Do you know she was like absolved of all charges? Really? No one knows that. They think they'll. They still Jesus. think that she's like some deviant character. Yeah, they still she's think completely that she's completely absolved the, of all charges. And that was yeah. the that was Same the Peter Slipper. That was the lady with the marginal seat. You were saying, yeah. is that right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a, can't it's a get a job. There's and and That's but crazy. I think it'd be even worse if you aren't a public figure. Mm. Because you don't yeah, have a platform. Because I, I, huh? you don't have a platform. Well, you can't even defend yourself in the articles and say this is fabricated, even though that's not going to do anything because the mm. whole thing was like, alleged, 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 alleged. They said they didn't do it. Alleged, 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 alleged. Yeah. That's it. That's the whole game of yeah. how it works, obviously, as I pointed out in Friendly Geordie. Uh, how did you feel a problem like Friendly Geordie? Yeah. I think it would be even worse if you are not prominent enough to even be in the press, I think that would be the worst position to be in. Because mm. just your That's friends and family, and she says it all the time, friends and family, rock solid one day, they get that accusation, they get marred and dirty, everyone abandons them. I've seen it happen Jesus. to a guy in front of my eyes. This exact thing. Mm. So look, I don't know the facts of this whole thing, but this guy, when I met him, this he's 19 years old, right? He's a kid. Uh, I'm 25 or something. He so this kid, he's uh, he has like all these friends and and he's like this little happening kid and he's go, he's going to parties and that one time he comes to me and he tells me that this girl uh, accused him of sexual harassment two to three years ago. So probably when he was 15 and she was around the same age. Um, look, I don't know what the facts of that are uh, and. He told me that none of that happened. I, in fact, like, I don't even remember because I've never actually slept with the girl. And he was saying that maybe I was hitting on her, um, but, like, I never got frisky or anything. This is coming from him. But what, what I see 
as a consequence, irrespective of if he had done it or not, all of his friends, really, really close people, gone. This kid, irrespective of if he done it, again, I don't know, um, has serious mental health issues, breaks down, everyone is abandoned, everyone has abandoned him, uh, the only person that still is taking care of him is his mom. <laughs> Completely crashes. Two years of his life. By the way, this kid, um, really smart, is like one of the toppers of, at his law school. He was at mm. UTS Law. Leaves everything. One year later, I meet him now. Mm. He goes back to law school. He's killing it. He wants to be a diplomat. He's like super focused now. But he was telling me how like that entire thing, it just, it killed my self-confidence. Mm. And... Again, according to him, for something that he hadn't done. Yeah. It's yeah. I, I, I really think that this is like a it's 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 like a really, really insidious weapon. Yeah, to use that as a tactic and, against someone is like But I know that this happens because <laughs> I talk to people in politics all the time. Oh dude, wouldn't surprise me. Everyone's scared shit men, women, all of them terrified of the m word in south park you know it that thing exists mm. it's a deliberate tool just like in the witch hunts and things like that obviously we've got to say again of yes it does happen but this is the other thing that you'll notice about it as well because there will be much more credible claims of it and there'll be celebrities that everyone likes and they're all in the little bubble circle and they'll get protected in the press the press will give them nice little write-ups saying that, no, 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 it's obviously not credible. That's bullshit. That, that's the way they'll write it. If you're against the press's interests, they'll do a foley on you. It'll just be accusation after accusation, just with the word alleged in the front, then just everything. You know, like, allegedly, he's a serial killer and this is how he killed the bodies. And uh, Allegedly. We said allegedly so we can say whatever we just want now. Just power you know? plays. Hey, it's just power plays. It's just sort of like chess. Well, that's it's what I'm like, saying. It's just like it's the tactic. people... Yes, exactly. The people that use this... It's like the AUWU. How you guys going? Um, Ding. They will use that as a tool. It's it's got nothing to do with them actually like caring about this issue. It's the same thing with the witch trials. It's that they wanted something mm. out of this. These people do exist. That's the main point. And the victims mm. also exist. There's no denying that. But the. It's all in the, it's the it's, details. It's, it's not like even about the details. It's like, look, no one is denying that a lot of horrible stuff happens, including yeah, um, dom domestic yeah. violence, yeah. Uh, sexism, or like the example that I gave, serious sexual harassment, which is not okay. But it doesn't happen every time. And in, you know not in all cases is the guy completely guilty. But the accusation is a fucking atomic bomb. Mm. It just for either sex, the guy. for either sex, right? Well, it's, it, this is the, it's not just men. Yeah, it happens to it happened to who's up. Yeah, it can happen to anyone. This happens. Who's my up? female my female lawyer was saying the same thing. She's always running against the grain of the legal system. They've done the same thing to her character. They've tried yeah. to do this to her in the past. It's she's like, a very good defense attorney, and she has like a rock solid client base, but. You read any press release about her, or any, any, sorry, any uh, article about her post her being on Beauty and the Beast. It's savage, just absolute vicious really? viciousness to the point that anybody I say like this person's my lawyer, and then they look it up, they're just like, "How could you speak with this monster?" And it's just like, dude, she is 
uh, uh, fucking fighting the good fight. Yeah, That's why she's that, getting this in the press yeah, because yeah. she is actually out there being like, you fucking judges are corrupt. So they're just like, bam, character assassination. Yeah. This is another thing that I'm going to be getting to when I do my video in response to like some other accusations in the ABC about just, uh, I don't know, friendly Geordie supports genocides and stuff like that. Um, I will be saying this, that people are always saying, and I want to see people's responses in the comments to this because I want to see if this uh, flows on and this is tight. People always say, well, here in Australia, you can say whatever you like. <sighs> you know, mm. tell that to fucking Julian Assange. Tell that to yeah. me. There's so many things that I can't say anymore because I have, it's not because of me. Like, I have a lot of opinions on, like, this trade war right now, but I'm completely keeping it shut. And honestly, yeah. it's not because of what the impact of that is uh, on me, because I, I don't care. I believe in these things, and I'll take whatever. If you I'm go afraid against of the you. I'm afraid that I'm going to fucking put you in some situation. Yeah. You shouldn't, so you, you shouldn't be, because I am... In this country, <laughs> I am afraid to if you to go against the opinions. narrative if you go and against not, the narrative they're not crazy opinions yeah they're just like we need to strike they're a balance diplomat opinions basically yeah. but, but i'm diplomat afraid opinions. i'm genuinely afraid of it things. is changing it's like i feel like even in the 90s for instance if there was a if there was a situation let's say we had the exact same situation with china now situation you know whether it's take that how you will what's going on with china now in the 90s i feel like and i could be wrong here but i feel like the dialogue could be a lot more rigorous and um, kind of even even let's say dramatic on each side. Do you know what I mean? Like there should there could be more rigorous discussion on either side of the approach. Call it left or right or progressive or conservative. It seems as if, um, and I don't know why, but it seems as if that's not the case now. It's like it, I don't. It's strange. There's I, I, probably a million reasons. Probably it's probably very calculated. Who knows? But. It's strange. You should be able to, you know. I know. Freedom of speech I, I, allows honestly, you to say whatever you want. I would, <laughs> even because I really don't care what happens to me. I'm okay for my convictions. When it, when look at the slant. end of the day, dude, I'm on Jordan's podcast, and I don't want to like fucking put him in some situation. Yeah. So Ali, you shouldn't be scared about this because about we've that. said everything. Our views are very open yeah, about yeah, China's, true. and I'm glad because you know what it does. Like with all of the things, and this is something that people are always saying, like, why are you saying stupid shit on the pod? I think just let the chips fall where they may because most of the time on this podcast, sometimes I'll word things badly or whatever, but we're right about them. We're just going against a propaganda model. And so people just go, I can't believe you said that. And then you're just like, here's the facts. And they say, oh, okay. So it brings out the lies that you're constantly being fed. This is what's happening, I guess, with, uh, with your, you talking about what's happening with China. Dude, no, no, no. Things that Ali has hey, said. I'm, the <laughs> things that, I'm always here to be like, they eat dogs. Yeah. They're screwed up. Don't worry. I'm. A, <laughs> there's a reason I'm in the middle, eh? Yeah, yeah. I like Yumcha, but I don't the like eat dogs. And the Hannity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, no, dude, don't sense like, it. Like, you don't, you don't know, stress, like, I'm you know. glad that you are saying these things because it's forced me to come out and say, look at what happens when you point out facts about and this is the thing that i will be honing over and over again so aspie who also watches this you can clip this out of context <laughs> and you should be fucking scared uh this is one of the most that to evil like a, an organization like yeah. that do no one an else organization that, that is china like is afraid of they're saying <laughs> do you know how, like they've they've explicitly they've banned aspie yeah oh, china yeah, has course. banned aspie from yeah. uh from, from their country uh, 
ASPE is an illegal organization in China. As it should be. Um, yeah, and, well, this is the and whole they thing. are, they've been like, I'm not going to get into this. What I'm just going to say about them, because I'm going to be getting into this in detail in an upcoming video that's going to be like the Friendly Geordies cancel, uh, how to solve a problem like Friendly Geordies video. But I'll just briefly say, Oops. you look into Aspie, the things that the Chinese are saying about Aspie are the same things that Michael West and Marcus Rubenstein, who are some of the best journalists in the country, are saying about Aspie. And the thing is, it reminds me of that Winston Churchill quote that, at the end of the day, truth will remain. Some will try to deride it, some will mock it, but in the end, there it is. <laughs> you know, or the like Bill Clinton one. Uh, you can fool some people some of the time. No, that's Abe. It's not Bill Clinton. No, it's Bill. <laughs> is it not? I thought that was Bill Clinton. I said Bill came up with that one. No, but I think that he's wrong. I think that you can fool most of the people all of the time. No, if nobody's can you fool there all to. the people all the time? You can't fool all the people all the time, yeah. but you can fool enough people to get elected. Definitely. You can get um, but... Yeah, it's, it's like, th this is just what Michael, the, the things that China are saying about Aspie are the same things that Michael West and Marcus Rubenstein are saying about it, and it shows you just how uh, debauched and corrupt our media system is, that they will not let those views be aired, but it's fucking terrifying, because Aspie is pretty much the IPA of foreign policy, it is the most influential think tank when it comes to foreign policy in Australia. It pretty much just calls the shots when it comes to foreign policy in this country. And they're glorified weapon salesmen. Mm. I don't think that that is the best people to be in charge of our foreign policy. People that are trying to constantly manoeuvre Australia to being ripped off in a bunch of... The submarines is a perfect example. Tony Abbott was looking at the subs and saying, okay, these ones from Germany are like 10 billion. We'll go with those. And then Aspie came in and said, no, you're getting the French ones. And then Malcolm Turnbull comes in and says, yeah, okay, we'll get that. They were eight times the price and they weren't built. Mm. The other ones, we would have just had the subs. Terrible We've got the 10 deal. billion ones, we would have had the subs now. Terrible deal. Terrible deal. Terrible but this is what they're doing because they're weapon salesmen. At, even if you want to get more hawkish with China, you don't want people sitting there that are fucking essentially... Guys that work at cash converters going, you want my advice? I think you should go with this. <laughs> what side. about the argument that the, go it's the Chinese the same government... Thing as like if you, sorry, what, sorry. About, what about the other argument that the Chinese government uh, plays the same role as Aspie, just on a huge scale? Doing what? Like, uh, you know, they have a military. They have... I, I obviously, I'm not saying but that... Here's the thing. They don't have weapons manufacturers advising them on they how their they, military they, they should be built. They have companies. generals and strategists right. and diplomats. They probably have their own versions of vested interest think tanks. But Do you think? I don't think they do. I'm, look, the, I'm sure they do. There's, there's these kind of actors play a role in every political society. I think it's, it's just, just that constant to, thing of people are always saying, oh my God, China's becoming a real threat really fast. Yeah, because they can get shit done because they don't have a bunch of these like neoliberal leeches just sitting there sucking all of the fucking resources out of the country. And like they've just got one direction just being like, boom, oh, we need more aircraft carriers, we'll build them. No, I Instead of them just going like, no, 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 get these 80s helicopters. Well, look, look, I, I, I'm glad we talked about this and you're going to go into detail in an upcoming video. And so we'll move on from this topic. Sorry, we'll move on to yeah, this topic, yeah. but what I'm saying is that... Well, sure. I mean, I'm, I'm just curious. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just curious, to be honest. I'm, I'm just listening. Like, I'm just curious about it because it's like a nuanced issue, surely. It's well, a, it's it's a secret issue, and that's what really scares me. It's that just like 
Because all the time. I just want to get to this. I want to. This, okay, this sorry, is actually what it comes down to. Yeah. Whenever the Liberal Party is in power, the worst possible people are in charge. Sure, I'm not going to in everything: like foreign policy, the environment, schools. But just you agree one the, last the, addition, I can't resist. What? The Liberal Party or the current government or your cabinet, when they say something to you about their opinion on China, it might be slightly different to their opinion backdoors. Um, while, while Scott <laughs> Dome Morrison Kang says Jordan's worldview, CIA responsible for anything bad. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> but can I, can I just say this? Like, like, in terms of the nuance, can we at least agree that uh, I'm not disag- I'm not disagreeing with that. I'm just, but but like, it doesn't, it doesn't. Uh, maybe this is a bullshit point, but it seems to me it doesn't simplify the issue that China is, you know, somewhat secretive and blasé with facts and figures, generally speaking. So it doesn't simplify. Mr. Like we have to, we have to debate the whether everything ties. We don't know. We don't know. Every power is. Every power is. Of course they are. But you know what I will say? I'm not saying they're not. You know what I will say about their new system? This is the point that I was getting to. It's, look, you think that your news... I've got all these epic quotes that I was just thinking about a lot, but you know that quote from... Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll quote that for a second, but you think because you are told by your news system that this is the most honest news system on earth and this is a democracy. Yeah. Everybody gets to say whatever they like to say. Forgetting the fact that if you say anything against the Liberal government, where are you going to go? ABC, it's run by the Liberals. Nine Fairfax, well, I wonder what Costello will think. <laughs> I think he'll give you a good hearing out, won't he? Rupert Murdoch, oh, even better. He's going to give you a good hearing. If you say anything that is counter the narrative, it's that tree falls in a wood argument. If it falls in the forest, does anyone hear? Right. And does it matter? And I honestly think when I'm looking at the Chinese and Australian propaganda model, this is the difference. In the Chinese propaganda model, they think that one tree falling in the woods does matter and they'll clamp that down. And in Australia, they're just more lazy and they think it doesn't fucking matter. And just as like, Miss Love, you know how you were saying that China mm. botches up figures? I'm sure, I'm sure that's correct. And I remember after COVID... Um, there was a lot of, particularly Americans have this opinion that China was hiding their figures, mm. right? You you hear that often. Yeah. And I, at that point, I said that <coughs> maybe they are, but they couldn't be. Here's here's another fact for the, all of those uh, for all those that were saying China is like a horrible uh, country. I, I'm sure they're horrible, but like that they're hiding their figures. Mm-hmm. China, according to ABC, is projected to grow in 2021 by 9.2 percent. Mm-hmm. That is an incredible figure. I know it, it might not sound crazy to you. No, it Most is crazy. developed countries it is crazy, grow at yeah. around 1.5 to 2%. But yes, this is the argument that you always hear. The, the counter-argument to that is always because they're developed nations, so it's a slower growth rate. But yeah. here's the thing. They've been saying that about China for the last 30 years. Mm. It's still growing. It's And it's it's growing. It's grown. China, like that, that theory is yeah. now gone. And these guys, I don't know, dude, whatever the fuck they're doing, they're turbocharged. Nine point... This is a monster that you're going to have to deal with for the foreseeable future. So just be wary of who we pick fights with. An and organization, you know sorry, sorry, just, just like an organization, a, a, a country that's growing at 9.2% with a 1.5, 1.3 billion population with, a, with, by the way, one of the greatest coronavirus strategies. If, let's, maybe it's wrong, but I feel like you wouldn't be able to achieve it if you were, you wouldn't be able to achieve 9.2 if you were hiding those figures. While you have another power that we are backing, 
that is still fighting over whether masks are uh, effective but or there's not. A broader, but there's a broader See, question there's here though. <coughs> there's a broader question here because when you start to come into that sort of um, argument, then you start to go into, well, the axis of power, the global, the global, uh, or the the global order of power. Like, I think the bigger the bigger question that people it is it, uh, the the fear in the West is like, it might be rational, but if America falls, it's too big a risk. I'm not saying that it that's is, necessarily true, and, and that I'm is a saying, genuine concern. That's what it is. People are looking at it being like, these are huge global shifts in like control and power. This is like. Are we gonna let the the cat out of the bag and then it won't be able to get back but, in? But and I know the, that's like oversimplistic. But, but I think that's we are a country of twenty four million people. Unfortunately, we don't get to call those shots. No, no, no. Of course we don't. You know what? Actually, like wise people always say to me behind the scenes when I talk to them about this, and they're just like, I'm always saying the anti-China hysteria in the media is insane, and they say I agree. But you wait until China becomes a superpower. And you will see that that media will shift over you and become anti-American hysteria. Really? Absolutely. No. It really just that depends on where the power falter is. Yeah, that would be equally fucked up. Yeah, that's that's but that's what I'm saying. It's just yeah. like the reason that you hate China is because you thought you came to that conclusion. You didn't. It is because of the environment that you're in. But do you think there's a do you think there's a valid argument to the point of let's not pretend like we know what the fuck's going to happen here if America falls to falls by the wayside and like mom, mother China becomes uncontestable. I can say you can obviously have guesses because of the historical track record and then people always just go into this crystal ball reading no, I get, yeah. that China's just going to be terrible. You just don't know that yet. But the sure. thing is, those people don't know that either. Sure. But also, how do you think, Miss Love, how do you think... So uh, in this world, this nightmare scenario, which I'm I don't necessarily... I know, I know, I know. And I, and I want to... And I want to explore that yeah, yeah, because yeah. it's it's a genuine thing. So yeah. let's say the U.S. collapses and we've got China as the only superpower. That is that's a scary prospect even for me. However, how do you think U.S. is likely to collapse? Do you think it's by allowing China and no. making sure that everyone gets the same, or they collapse Internally. by having a fight with them? Absolutely, dude. Like, or maybe China collapses after having a fight. No, look. So do you think if we keep fighting them? And that fight goes through, and there is a World War Three. I don't. Want, I, I think that bad. nightmare scenario. I hope it doesn't happen. But like I'm saying, that nightmare scenario of Jewess going completely down, and we're left at the mercy of this massive uh, China monster, is more likely if we have an antagonistic approach, agreed. as opposed to if we have. I totally agreed. I agree with you. I agree with this you. Is I what totally agree like with Paul you. Paul Keating and Kevin Rudd are saying. I agree They're with saying, you. Look, if you want to remain a superpower, US, let's make you're some, give, have give, to give some give concessions. Breathing room. Some concessions. You can't yeah. control yeah. Basically, these places. Basically, the entire fight is yes, China is saying we get to call shots in Asia Pacific, and the US is saying, oh, we'll yeah. see about that. You know exactly. what else? That's in the fight. Obama's book, apparently. I was just hearing from the gatekeeper because he's reading it at the moment, and he's just saying, "Fuck, Obama's just Malcolm Turnbull. <laughs> he's not. He's not. The, he's not the guy. very loyal rat anymore. He's got the gatekeeper. Well, either or, rat boy, gatekeeper. <laughs> it's the same dude. Spoiler alert. And I'm a fan of both of those nicknames. Me too. By Me the too. Way. I like them both. Um, but yeah, he's reading it at the moment, and pretty much all he does every day is just ring me up and bitch about that book for an hour. Which again, just like hearing about sports, very happy to hear that. <laughs> And he's just saying, if you want to, if you want to hate Obama, you read his book. Really, it just melts oh, away the entire yeah. image that he has, and he pretty much just sits there and is just like, "Reason I didn't do anything is because I thought it'd upset people, and I don't like being around people who are upset." 
So I just sat back. Joe Biden, on the other hand, was really annoying because he'd constantly be pushing me for, for me to do something. So I'm kind of hopeful about Joe Biden after reading that because apparently he was always like a dove when it came to other countries because he was pissed off that the CIA tricked him into going into Iraq. And so Dang. every time the CIA or the Pentagon was in the Oval White House, Joe Biden would storm in and be like, what's going on in here, Jack? What are you doing in here? Hey, get out of here, fat. And then like Obama just be like, oh, please, please, everybody settle down. I yeah. don't like conflict. Yeah. Like, the other thing that was in Obama's book what? about Joe Biden being a dove in fact, this is the reason he said that this is the reason why he released the book after the elections because he didn't want Joe Biden to be affected by it. During the Osama bin Laden assassination or like the, um, the plan, uh, the covert operation, Joe Biden was against it. Joe uh, Biden was really? saying that you can't just send a whole helicopter Into to a sovereign country. You are, f this can be potentially disastrous. Fair uh, point, really. And Obama's opinion was yes. But I'll take that risk, which uh, he was entitled to do it. Mm. The the only well, they difference was like no, they assumed that the Pakistanis would get pretty crazy. But now we know in Obama's book, in fact, when he called the president of Pakistan and said um, he Obama was assuming that he's going to get angry and mm. we're going to have some confrontation <coughs> that will eventually be settled. But this is going to get bad. When he told the president of Pakistan that, hang on, guys, sorry, can I just hear this? Is uh, have, have we tuned out? Can somebody just respond for a second and say if we're live? Why? What's wrong? I'm just reading a couple of comments, just saying that the oh. feed stopped or something. Just comment. Oh, is you it, are live. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Okay, sweet, okay. sweet, sweet, sweet. Yeah, shut up and listen. Try to, try to, Anyway, um. so it's, uh, yeah, so uh, basically, Joe Biden was like a bit of a dove on it. Uh, mm. The president of Pakistan to Obama and everyone else is surprised said. Look, whatever the public reaction to this would be, and it could be bad in my country because you have just come into my country, you violated our sovereignty, and this could be yeah. bad. But I want to say this off the record. What happened today was a good thing for the world, and I'm glad that Osama bin Laden's dead. This is not only good for your country, this is also good for my country. And Obama was shell-shocked. He was like, fuck, that's not a reaction that I expected. His counterpart called the army chief of Pakistan, delivered the same news. We had a covert operation. Uh, we've just confirmed the assassination of uh, Osama bin Laden, and the army chief's response was, we're taking over the scene. And he uh, puts the phone down. What do you mean we're taking over the scene? We're taking over the scene, the actual scene. Cause, like, Why? Because the army, in, in, and I can imagine, because from another perspective, the foreign minister apparently was in the room with the army chief when this news was delivered to him, and the foreign minister said that I looked at the army chief and it seemed like the floor beneath his feet had just gone away. Because Why? what he thought was, fuck, how am I going to cover this situation? My countrymen would feel very violated by it. My army would feel very embarrassed by it that a foreign power came in, without assassinated, detection. without informing us or taking us on board. How am I going to manage that situation? Mm, mm. So his first reaction was, I'm just taking over the scene so I can manage, uh, minimize the damage mm. as much as possible. Mm, mm. And the president was saying like how it was a good thing. But the point was that Joe Biden was against the operation. Joe Biden mm. did not think that you could just, he wasn't against killing Osama bin Laden. He was saying, you need to take Pakistan on board. Obama made the call of like, it's too risky. It's too big of a target to do it. Pretty They're much just the, <laughs> that should be the title of Obama's book. Obama's first term, too risky. Too what risky. about Obamacare, though? Obamacare, you know what's amazing about Obamacare? This is what 
rat boy was pointing out. And he's so fucking right. In fact, I was just like saying to him, he was just saying, can I write a, a script on this? I'm going to do some research into it because people are always asking me, what's the difference between America and Australian politics? I'll tell you what the fucking difference is. Is this going to be controversial? The <laughs> most extreme, it's, it's just fact. Yeah, yeah. The most extreme policies of Howard, how much I decry them, are like way more mild than Obama's. Right. It just depends about the political okay. context that you're in. Yeah. So, for instance, when it comes to healthcare, this is what Howard did. I've done videos about this in the past. To fuck over Medicare, he says, okay, well, I'm just going to give tax rebates to people that get private healthcare to prop up the private health insurance industry. Cunty thing to do. <laughs> I think we can all agree. Uh, kind of spooks people into thinking, fuck, I need to get healthcare. Unnecessary too, Unnecessary right? healthcare. You know what Obamacare's is? You have to get healthcare, and you have to get it from a fucking private organization. Yeah. Which they now you can say that that's better than the healthcare system that they had before, and I will agree with that. But how much more extreme yeah. is that yeah. than even what Howard did? That's a good point. I never thought about because you, you know scary system. You know what's interesting? You know what else? This is another interesting thing because I was just listening to like because I'm just very interested in China at the moment, and I was listening to this uh, official talking about what would Obama and Trump be in China. And he was saying Obama would be like a fringe lunatic like Ron Paul in the CCP. Like he'd be tolerated and they'd, they'd sit there and they're just like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's Obama's crazy stories again and they just get on with business, right? And then they were saying, what about Trump? And they'd say there's no way he'd be there. And they're like, why? Is he too right wing? And you know what? And it, it fucking exemplified everything to me between the two separate. He said, no, because he's never done anything for anyone in his life. In China, <laughs> Why are you looking at that's me? A, well, I mean, because it's like it's a good fucking point. It's a good point, isn't it? Like, isn't it? It says everything you need to know about those two different systems. Hey, build the wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was for us. Uh, but China did too. Just saying. Yeah, True. dude. Yeah, True. they built that wall. But they, just say but Trump the didn't do they actually that. Mongolia was paying for it. <laughs> but, but, I mean, I mean, but just say Trump did what? nothing for anyone. Like he, he instituted no, 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 before policies. Before that, oh, before that government. He hadn't done he anything for public service. So in China, how can oh, anyone give service. you the top job when you have public done nothing yeah, yeah, yeah. for people? Well, that was his appeal, right? He's a businessman. He's going to make money. Well, in China, they were saying that if you want to be the lowliest official, as in like a neighborhood captain, which is actually a nice little system that I didn't realize that they have, which is that there is kind of, I guess, a justice of the peace on every block. Just some delegate that you can go to and say the garbage hasn't been picked up or something. And they're just like, this is unacceptable. And just like, but they'll go talk, right? They have those. So there's like that's, always yeah, someone a, that you can talk to. Whereas we just have like the fucking strata manager guy that you walk into and he's just like, fuck off, pay your But beat. surely there's some conflation <laughs> huh? between making money in private business and public uh, and a public office i know well they both involve like doing things this is the whole thing <laughs> there's everything a fucking that relationship is just about yeah, okay. enriching himself right right everything true. that like if you want to get a position in like the lowest position of the ccp in in, in china yeah you have to have done something you have to have gone but dude to bernie sanders made a fucking and, and worked on like a, okay. a government-run farm or or something sure but like bernie like, sanders had a wage what? like it's not just like charity like huh? Bernie Sanders had an income, the same as someone who has a private company has an income. Like I understand the distinction, but there's a similarity as well, right? Huh? No, well, Bernie Sanders for a profession, this is how he gets paid. First of all, he gets paid a lot less he, yes, than he does. his, his yeah. private counterpart. All I'm saying Secondly, is- Secondly, yeah. he 
he has spent his entire life serving the public. And to Obama's credit, he has too. I mean, not but, his but do you see the difference between Obama life, yeah. and? But do you no, think there's to, to Obama's credit? Yes, he was a community organizer, which is the kind of thing that China would be looking at if they wanted to get someone into the CCP. But <coughs> and and in China, that's an encouraged thing. In it's the not US, even encouraged; it's mandatory. It was something that Obama was told why he shouldn't be the president for. He was said, "How can you be a president when you were a community organizer?" But he had a really good point, and it's like, "What do you mean? What kind of people do you want in politics?" Like, yeah. Like you think that's a bad thing that you've been serving people? See, the thing is, for, the thing the thing is for me, like Trump on paper initially, I was like, yeah, this is a crazy idea. Um, this is a crazy idea, but it could work. It's like an experiment. It's like a guy. And I'm not talking about his character. Let's just not even Trump. Let's just say a businessman that made a lot of money, irrelevant if he was corrupt or whatever. In theory, a businessman that's made a lot of money. Let's say uh, the guy from fucking. Jeff Bezos or uh, Zuckerberg, even though I think their char- the character of those people are pretty fucked. Let's say a businessman that was in- that had integrity, whatever. Um, I thought it was an interesting experiment, the idea of being like a guy that is a successful businessman to take that uh, ethos and 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 just put it and jump into public office and apply a similar um, like those principles of like you know. Um, you know, it's just the whole conservative talking point thing. Like the whole thing of just like not running in a deficit. Uh, you know what I mean? Like I thought it was a good idea, but the Trump experiment failed miserably. I, so the, I'm curious if you guys think it's even possible if they, would that, do you think there'd be a possibility? Uh, Cause I get what you're saying with the China thing. Do you think there could be a possibility that a person that is like essentially a, uh, a businessman could, uh, could translate those ideas from private to like being a successful yeah, I think public it's like office. Nick, Neil deGrasse Tyson's point, which is that once you're a hammer, you see everything is a nail. So and you don't that's think his point about so? there shouldn't be. I just don't believe in that. Sorry. Uh, yeah. I, I just don't believe in the, 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 the theory that you're putting out. I'm well aware of it. It's a very, I'm not saying uh, I believe it. I'm a, just a very curious. Uh, liberal way of looking at leadership. I just don't think that's an accurate way of it's looking at it. It's not the real, that's what I'm asking. Yeah. Um, what you want, so uh, 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 a private enterprise. So look, uh, the, the argument is this, that in private, in the private sector, it's a lot more competitive. It's a lot more competitive. Your, your skills are way more refined. You understand how to do deals. You have to be more and economical. And you can bring those skills into the public office, yes. which needs them. So I understand that point of yes, view. Yes. I think this is a flawed point of view. Right. Because first of all, most leaders that are in uh, positions of uh, power it's not that they don't they don't have the skills because they have a lot of advisors that are giving them really good information. They would have advisors that are arguing from one point of view and then you have another advisor that's arguing from a completely different point of view. Mm. So it's not that they lack the intellectual capital. What you need in that position for a leader is to be able to make that decision based on what would be best for public, would be the best for public service. You don't think it's transferable though? I don't think it's that transferable because you can hire those people if you think that those business acumen or that particular like investment banking skills that you have are really good, you don't need that guy in the top position. Who you need in top position is that someone who has proven Deal with people. Uh, who has proven that his motivations in life are not self-serving. His motivations in life are to serve others. And you demonstrate that not by what you say, but what you do. What have you done in your life? Have you just made money for yourself and for your shareholders? Or have you sacrificed some of that money in order to help your society? 
Were you a community organizer yeah. or were you a lawyer for an investment bank? Are you a Malcolm Turnbull or for that matter, are you a Tony Abbott? But surely there are some ethical two different kinds of individuals. I would much but prefer sure, okay. a stupid Tony Abbott than a smart man. Well, you Turnbull. concede this. Can you concede this? There yeah. are public officials that are terrible and misspend money and are lazy and do shit all. And there are also uh, corporatists that aren't lawyers and bankers. There are like ethical. I'm sure they are, but how how do I know? What have you done to prove this? Don't tell me what you think. Show Trump, me what you've done. Trump, I think, I think Trump was a failure because if you really look at it, he was he is self-interested, he is superficial, he is... And like what he did as a presidency, he's a swindler. Yeah. Now, I'm not even making a value judgment on that because he is a sick swindler. Yeah. He's a really, really good salesman. I just but think that's what he is and that's how he but I that's just still how he's running today and like you see all these marketing moves where he's just saying instead of going to the inauguration I'm launching my campaign for 2024 yeah he's, he's, I get it I just think it's naive it's, to it's say cool, I just think it's naive to say that there couldn't be like a Ron Paul figure that could actually do a good job in government that's all I'm saying I think that Ron that Paul I has done really so much for public service as well Ron that's a good Paul. point. That's a Ron good point. Paul has been, a, dude. What has Trump done? That's true. Except I agree. Come up with that birthing controversy. I agree of, uh, with you. No, I agree with you. Ron he's, Paul he's is amazing at individual. coming up with marketing points, and that's what he had. I'm telling you, it's yeah. just whatever you are trained in in life, that's how you're going to see life because the human brain can only no, pick up so many things. Which is Neil deGrasse Tyson's point that there's too <laughs> many lawyers. Agreed. In all Agreed. Western politics. I agree with you. But see, totally. he was saying there should be more scientists in politics because yep. what do scientists do? They look at evidence. Yes. And then they make a judgment based on evidence. Yeah, that's, that's a good what point. What do lawyers do? They don't give a fuck about the evidence. They, they think, did. how can we make this evidence yes. fit my case? That's they, a good point. Their entire point is about arguing a case. Now, see, that's I find point. it really yeah. impressive that lawyers can do that. I think watching a sick barrister tear someone oh, apart is mad. Yeah. yeah. But it's not a good way to govern a country, right? So rather, the, so rather, the question doesn't become if you're a, if you've spent your life in private uh, enterprise or public office. the The question is, don't the question is what have you been? Are you a scientist or are you a banker? Something more along those it's lines. Not, it's not like specifically. I agree with Tyson's point. Like there should be more scientists, but for any organization, if you went to Commonwealth Bank today, their hiring managers would mm. tell you that the best way to improve efficiency of your company is have a diverse bunch of people. So if you're a banker, you yeah, just yeah. don't want people exactly. that have studied finance. You want people yeah. that have studied biology. That's a good point. Because what that biology major is going to bring is something that the finance wouldn't. Totally. So for any organization... So it's really about the cabinet. Yeah, but, but again, let's cabinet. just point this out. It's the cabinet. Not this bullshit ABC, SBS diversity. Quotas. Diversity of mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sorry, that's that what goes you meant. Diver <laughs> yeah, diversity of... Yeah, Absolutely. Well, I suppose we are. And maybe you can have a couple of, uh, you can have a few private individuals too. Yeah. I'm just not a big fan of um, private sector people coming to politics and then pretending to be really righteous because yeah, I, I, I don't that. see that in yeah. your what lifestyle. What have you done? What have you, you've just made money for yourself. But there are public servants that are leeches as well. They just suck up yeah, funds. Scott Morrison is a perfect example of that. <laughs> but no, look, he was, look a, at what he was he, marketing. He was in public service. But in the bureaucracy, bureaucratic marketing, right. what a great combo. He was working for a private company, of department. Oh, no, no, he did work for a government market. Yeah, it was. Heaps, heaps. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's a perfect example, museum, right? Because people, because people, because look, people on the, in, people on the, on the right in America uh, try to paint Bernie Sanders as this like lazy, uh, uh, like fun sucking, uh, like you know, dude that just sort of like constantly whinges and just hasn't done anything, which I don't think is accurate. But like, 
And all I'm saying is like, though, look, the Scott Morrison is probably a better example of someone that actually just leeches funds. But dude, it's like what you know? he was saying about the last three liberal prime ministers. Out of all of them, I, if, if I had the choice, I would prefer if Tony Abbott was still in power. Because at least he has the conviction. At least he had some conviction yeah, in life. Yeah. Like, what's Ma- Scott Morrison's? He's just a shit Trump. He's just a shit, yeah. uncharismatic Trump yeah, is, that's yeah. a crap salesman and was not good at being a salesman anyway, but people... Yeah. You know, it still works. There's still yeah. The technique still work. Malcolm Turnbull, merchant banker. Wow. <laughs> what a know, great yeah. human being he is. Tony Abbott, trained to be a monk. Tony Abbott... Does a lot of community service. He fiery. like is a fiery. He used Surfy. to go out to indigenous cultures all the time and help them out with uh, building shit. Mm. He used to do these things. He, he has public service drilled into him. I I I stand by what I said in the bushfires video. He earned the right to lead. I do not think that Malcolm Turnbull and I do not think that uh, Scott Morrison have yeah. everything about their entire life yeah. is self serving. Tony Abbott's yeah. policies were probably. Look, if you look at it, if you look at my uh, my outlook on how the world should be, I'd probably be much closer to Malcolm Turnbull than I would be to Tony Abbott. But I would still prefer a person like Tony Abbott as my leader. I can give mm. him respect because I know he truly believes in what he's saying. He's not yeah. just saying it. Like yeah. it might be something that I don't agree with, yeah. but that guy believes in it. And you know, and what? I want someone that genuinely believes in something and also has <coughs> uh, cares for society to be my leader. I mm. might not like I might not like your policies but I am more than willing to accept you as my... And you know what's a good point minister. as well that I've just realised that I was talking about it, which is your point, really. Um, you, don't necess- you don't necessarily go into public service to make a ton of money. No, you just don't do that. There's other ways to do it. There's going to be yeah. way worse people in specific private industry, probably the majority, like banking, like all these sort of... You know, I'm not saying they all are, but like there's going to be more people there that are self-serving than... than in community, just, just, just commu- right? this will freak out, orchature. I'm paying attention, but keep going. Oh, yeah, but yeah, um, yeah. So you're right. Like, I don't think someone's going to be like, I'm going to make a ton in like the Chicago <laughs> Community Center for Welfare. Like, there's some people that might try to rip it off, but like, there's bad people in every industry. And if you look at numbers, there's probably there's definitely way more worse people in in Wall Street than like. Uh, St. Vincent de Paul. <laughs> Don't you think? Man, I'm telling you, look. <laughs> so I'll give you that. It's true. It's definitely I'll give true. You, that. you, I remember this. I remember because I had a meeting. I remember the early, early days back when pedestrian used to like me. I remember walking into pedestrian's office and feeling like I needed a shower straight afterwards. <laughs> the entire ethos was about making as much fucking money as possible, and it was obvious when you were in there. Straight after that, I had a meeting with, I think, from memory, the nurses' union. And I was just talking to them about what was happening to healthcare. They're all good people. We saw them the other day, we just did. like having lunch. They were They're very nice. They're all friendly, considerate people. Yeah. Yes, I'll pay that. Like, and think about that. Trans- the people, like, yeah, yeah, transparent too. The people whose entire life is thinking about how to stick up for the greatest people in society. Is there anyone better than nurses? Maybe fireys. Like, it's it's up there. I'll pay that. One yeah. of those two. Yeah, for sure. Every nurse you ever meet is a legend. Yeah. Yeah. Those, they, they're sitting there thinking about how to stick up for those people yeah. all day. 
versus walking into pedestrian where they're sitting there <laughs> thinking about how to sell the Commonwealth Bank and look lit at the same time. Can I can I have a question on that? Can I just ask something? What if if you if you guys were to make an argument? This is just for my own. This is very. This is a personal question. If you were to make an argument, or you were asked to make an argument, because in that respect to what he just said, capitalism equals bad. Essentially, that's what. That's kind of generalized. You could say that. How would you? Uh, how, how would you guys argue? How would you guys argue to somebody saying like, no, 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 capitalism's good. Here's the best example of a capitalist. Would you say Scandinavia? Like high regulation. Try not to be that greedy. You fuck. Be good to the environment. Look, I will say that Scandinavia. I hate these terms. I hate them so much. But if you're going to say it, the, the term that is always used by the economist or yeah. when you go to uni and you yeah, study yeah. in economics, they always use the phrase cuddly capitalism. Right, 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 right. I'm just curious because... Norway's system, I think everyone will agree or want it to be... They'll, they'll all say that that is the best system on earth. Mm. And... I think that this is actually where it gets into play and people always, and I'm always saying that you can scale out these programs. You can scale out these programs, but what happens, but the problem with scaling out these programs is getting everyone to fucking agree on it, which is easy when you have 4 million people, you know, like it's like, it's a lot easier to get a labor government elected in fucking Queensland than it is federally. It's like the downside you of know? democracy, right? It's like it's slow and lumbering and it might change and then it'll change back real See, quick. See, this is my whole thing. I <laughs> honestly believe this and I've been talking about it recently, but I swear democracy is a scam. I swear it doesn't exist. <laughs> All right, and on that note, <laughs> it's time. If you want to know why, join the podcast. <laughs> no, actually, we need, to, we, extra need to, saucy. we need to do a quick, quick oh God. Uh, we advert. We, oh yeah, okay, do that. So here's the thing. Look at me. So- we are looking for a very particular type of person to join the Friendly Geordie's podcast team. Um, Pretty much the exact opposite of podcast, man. <laughs> no, well, we're it, not saying it, that. That's a, he's speaking for himself. It's a, it's a different job. So we don't, we're not looking necessarily <laughs> for an editor or a community manager, but we would re- what, what we're looking for for the podcast at the moment is a good producer. Someone that is engaged with the zeitgeist of the moment, knows what's happening, What's what what our audience is into at the moment? Um, not what not just what they're into, but also understands what society is into. So if you worked at pedestrian, yeah, I was gonna say, yeah. you. if you worked at pedestrian, how much street? should we be saying lit? Yeah, yeah. Is lit well, still lit? But there's that. But also, uh, also like um, what you should be able I to do is provide us with clear segments that you think might work. So basically, a producer, and the way you do this is, I don't, I don't, we don't care, oh. like. What, what uni you went to, what, like, what medal you got for your bake sale. What we need is, if you're writing a f- maximum 500 word um, paper that tells us, first of all, a little bit about you, what motivates you in life, and secondly, how you can contribute to the podcast. If you wanna do it through Damn. writing 500 words, that's fine. If you wanna do a slideshow, we don't care. Just make, don't make it too long because we're gonna have to go through a lot of these. And, and sorry, yeah, we did learn from experience that it's probably not the best hiring strategy in the future moving forward to just someone being like, can I have a job? And be like, I don't see why not. So we do need to do this, sorry. I'm sure you're a very nice person if we reject you and you probably will be. So <laughs> the way you send us an email on podcast at friendlyjordies.com. Um, if you're interested in this, if you think you would be able to contribute, again, 
preferred is some sort of experience in 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 radio or anything but it's not essential like if you're good at if, if you're you think a baker, you can if you think you can do this then send us an email podcast at friendlyjoys.com again maximum 500 word if you're sending us another slideshow whatever whatever works for you and just focus not on your credentials focus on how you can contribute to the podcast and um, a little bit about yourself what I think a more accurate term than producer would be view slut we want somebody who knows exactly what's happening and what's going to get clicks so we can just seep in more propaganda to the public like really someone uh, sort of like apolitical <laughs> No, no, it, it, there's no, you know again, what? there's I, no wrong opinion. There's no wrong opinion, yeah. but I think the right opinion would be if you say, I think that you should have that little green box and your face going in every clip like <laughs> Joe Rogan does. Yeah, yeah, Look, yeah. I'm I think sift- that's how it works. <laughs> I'm sifting through the application, so. Just be a surfy. There's, there's, there's no, there's no re- uh, political opinion that we're looking for. You can be literally whatever, even if it's something completely against what we believe in. We're not interested in what you believe in. Come on, What we're interested in is how, how much you can contribute to us. And you just, maybe just don't hate us as people. If you like us as people, that would also be preferred. So, if you're that interested. That is definitely not essential. <laughs> if you're interested, Podcast at gmail.com. We would be, uh, we're looking forward to your applications. Estrogen filled people would apply here. <laughs> there's one already. Yeah, there's a lot of that. Come on. But also, we don't need it would another be nice one of you if you two. were a little more decisive. We don't need it. Okay, I'm not perfect, but we don't need you two or another one of the the, uh, the gatekeeper just being like, we're going to just like, let's shed a fire in the, in the office, but it's an office. We'll get kicked out. Just do it. Yeah, let's we be honest. Need that. Hiring the gatekeeper was pretty much just hiring Alex Jones. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah and there's yeah. room for that too. But anyways, thank you People for joining us. People need not apply. <laughs> anyway, go on. Thank you for joining us tonight for this podcast. Thank you. Um, that was an expose. Wasn't if it? you haven't already subscribed to our YouTube channel, please do so. Uh, if you cons- if you like the podcast, consider becoming a patron on Patreon. It helps a lot. Um, <laughs> it certainly helps us. If you want to hire a veterinarian, I'm your guy. Yes, I am interested. Send send in send in whatever whatever you can. Um, so, <coughs> and for those of you that are our patrons, we'll see you for the Uplate podcast. Unfortunately, we couldn't play Who Wants to Be a Millionaire today. Next time. But we'll do that next week. So thank you, and we'll see you next week. You do realize that game exists, right? Just so you know.